The Circle, a novel by Ed Adams. Homing in on the range. I should probably tell you something about the ranges as well, said Chuck. I expect you have heard of Los Alamos. Yes, said Claire, it was used for designing the original atomic bombs. It was, said Chuck, but it is still used as a major weapons development environment. The leading site is tucked away around a town, but there are several locations outside of Los Alamos in the desert where we used to run tests. We also used an area to the southeast of Albuquerque. There's a massive air base in Albuquerque and it's also a big storage facility run by the DOD. Claire asked, so these were your test areas? Yes, said Chuck, and don't misunderstand the scale. We are talking about some vast areas. Some parts are public access, even tourist spots. The Native Americans mainly use some, and some fenced off as military spaces. There's a lot of space out in these deserts. But wouldn't somebody notice if you are doing this kind of thing asked Claire. The environments and areas around Los Alamos are a kind of open secret, said Chuck. Quite a few people in the area work at one of the bases and they are used to planes and rockets as part of the testing. By the way, we don't need big explosions to test things. We just need to know that the armament has reached its target. But before we go to Los Alamos, I'm going to make a diversion, said Chuck. I'm going to go to visit one of Tom's buddies who can help us with some, let's say, precautionary measures. Bixie had been looking out of the windows of the car and could see that at intervals along the road were various signs for Indian jewelry and other artifacts. Soon Chuck took a turning to the left following one of the signs towards the jewelry. Claire and Bixie looked a little surprised. Are we being tourists and buying souvenirs asked Bixie. You can if you like while I visit my contact, said Chuck. He pulled up in a car parked by two slightly makeshift shacks. They were both selling jewelry and other Native American Indian paraphernalia. A brown dog was sniffing around at the site, and a couple of other tourists were climbing back into another SUV. A chance for us all to stretch our legs, said Chuck. I might just have a look at that jewelry, said Claire. This is part of the plan asked Bixie. Yes, we'll be seeking a particular person who can help us now, said Chuck. He and Tom climbed from the car and moved over to start talking to a woman selling pictures. They spoke for around 10 minutes, and Bixie could see that the woman was giving some kind of instructions to Chuck. Chuck also bought three small crystals which he brought back to the car. They waited patiently for Claire to finish looking at the jewelry items and noticed that she also returned clutching a small bag. Successful he asked. Yes, I have got a little necklace which has a depiction of Coco Pelli on it. It's a great souvenir of this area, said Claire. Chuck and Bixie both looked at the necklace and agreed. Tom smiled, yes, Cocopelli is a special deity. Cocopelli is the humpbacked flute player. A god of harvest and plenty. It is thought that his sack was made of clouds full of rainbows or seeds. Cocopelli is said to be a wandering minstrel with a sack of songs on his back who trades old songs for new. Kinda like Aladdin except with songs instead of lamps. Said Bigsy. Tom smiled again, I think you'd find that Coco Pelli was somewhat raunchier than Aladdin. Not everything is modeled in the tasteful jewelry that Claire has obtained. Claire asked, is this where I'm supposed to blush? Okay, said Chuck, 
We need to continue now we've just found the location of the person we need to visit. It's about another 7 miles from here across the back roads through part of the desert. They drove on, and in the distance, Big C could see several rocky outcrops quite high and the route that Chuck was taking seemed to lead into them. They soon arrived at a small house. There were a couple of old vans parked in the front area and a couple of dogs sitting tied with ropes by a small broken down fence. Despite the scorching temperatures, there was smoke coming from the chimney of the house. Wait here, said Tom. I'm going to see my friend alone. He climbed out of the car and walked across to the stoop of the house. He tapped on the glass and waited. A tall, dark-skinned man appeared with shoulder-length hair. He smiled as soon as he saw Tom and stretched out both arms. They slapped one another on the back, and it was clear that they knew each other quite well. Claire looked at Bixie. What do you think is happening? My guess. Said Bixie. Tom is getting some kind of weapons. This guy can help supply them. They are probably buried in the back garden. I think both Tom and Red are more sophisticated than that, said Chuck. They waited a few more minutes and then Tom came out. Guys, he said, I'd like you to meet Kilchi by Jill-Red. He already knows Chuck and when we all worked together, he was also assigned to help up when we were out in the desert. He knows it like the back of his hand. Hi, said Kilchi by Jill, you can call me Red, and welcome to my home. I am alone here at the moment, but my family will return in a couple of days. They have been visiting Santa Fe for a festival. I had to stay around here for a couple of reasons. I didn't expect to add to them that I'd be seeing Tom. Red can help us in a couple of ways, said Tom. First, I think he will be able to provide us with some additional ironware in case we need it. Guns asked Bixie, you know that is not Claire's or my thing. Yes, said Chuck, but it is purely precautionary. I don't want to find ourselves in the middle of something and not have any form of defense. The second thing that Red can help us with is to get into the complex and the ranges undetected. Or isn't that kind of thing impossible nowadays asked Bixie. I thought there would be so much security around anything related to defense systems and the US government. Correct, said Chuck, but that's why Red can help. He and others from his tribe have ways to walk through walls. But for that to work, I'll have to invite you to my Hogan, said Red. Is that the local secret society asked Claire? No, said Red, it's my real house in the desert. Come. We will go immediately. So, will we walk asked Bixie. What? When we have your Dodge asked Red. Let's go. Chuck took the driving wheel again, and Red sat in the front. Bixie and Claire discovered that there was a third row of seats in this so-called car. They headed off further along a trail, which soon became a single track and dusty. Then they took a sharp right and drove very slowly for another 20 minutes. In the distance, Bixie could make out a small conical structure. It appeared to be made from logs. That's my Hogan, said Red, and it's where we will be spending the night. Wow, said Claire, this is amazing. It is my proper home, said Red, nowadays we have houses like the one where you met me, but the tradition of the Navajo is still of a nomadic people. Chuck added, Red is a shaman from his tribe. Tonight, we are in his place and will follow his ways. Thanks, said Red, 
although it is strange nowadays because I also get called up on email about being a medicine man. You can imagine that I do a lot of that from the house by the roadside. Coming here is a bit more of the real deal. I hadn't thought of it like that, said Bigsy, but I suppose the world moves on. Yes, you'll have seen along the road that we sell jewelry, run casinos and do other things to keep current and make a living, answered Red. Most of us are used to living in two worlds, aren't we, Tom? There is the modern world where we use mobile phones and the internet and satellite TV of course, and then there's the old world where the commune with the spirits. So, if I emailed you and asked to see a shaman, would you be able to do that asked Bigsy. Red smiled, you know something, quite a few people do exactly that, and you know something else, they get what they have asked for, and they pay a fee. Some would say it is entertainment in the same way that the casinos are entertainment, said Red. But that's not why you're here, and we have two things to do. One is to find the instruments that Chuck has requested and the other is to spend a night with the spirits. Thank you.